Coming up on this episode of An Older Gay Guy Show. You've bought a house together. You've talked about adopting a kid, or maybe you have. So you have a family and responsibilities, and you've built this entire life, and now you find out that he's been lying to you all this time. And howdy. I keep coming back. <laughs> this is the third episode of the show this week, and it's just been because I've been in this mood to do shows. I have to tell you, I'm not sure what's going on with my voice. It's getting very raspy or gravelly. Um, I don't know if it's strained or what it is. I guess I'll probably end up talking like Kathleen Turner at some point, which maybe isn't the worst thing that one could do, but seeing as I'm a dude, maybe that isn't what I want. So please excuse the voice. I don't know if this isn't my new permanent voice. It doesn't hurt at all, so yeah, whatever. So in my mail, I got an email from Rick, and that is not his real name, who is a retired sergeant corrections officer. And he let me know that in the last episode, when I was talking about the guy with the teardrop tattoos, that it does not, not mean that the guy was raped in prison, which is, I, I would be terribly surprised if this big, huge, hum humongous, muscly guy had been raped in prison, but I, I guess it's possible. No, it does not mean that at all. It does mean possibly the person has killed someone, or it could also mean the loss of a loved one kind of thing. And it's funny because the Urban Dictionary talks about it as rape, and on Wikipedia, they say it's about rape, which just shows you that when you are looking stuff up, anyone can make entries onto those kinds of online dictionary stuff. So don't always believe what you read on those, on those kinds of sites. Try to go to a more reputable site, or perhaps you will encounter someone that has experience. This guy has over 25 years experience being a corrections officer. So he knows, absolutely. So anyway, about anything, just be careful when you're going to believe Wikipedia, which we all go to. Let's face it, we all go to Wikipedia constantly. I'm constantly asking Siri about something and Wikipedia will often come up. So today's episode is the last part of what was in yesterday's episode, but that became so long that I decided to chop them in two and do it as two different podcasts completely. So in today's episode, I am going to talk about my personal belief, and hey, <laughs> good luck with that, my personal belief about something that I think is extremely important in relationships as you're starting a relationship or if you've been in a relationship for a few years or especially, especially if you're in a relationship that has been around four years and now you're looking to maybe meld your finances and buying a house and cars and get credit cards in each other's names and all that shit. Something to think about and talk about before 
in my opinion, you do any of that stuff. Now, as I will mention in the talk, this, again, is just my opinion. And based on the relationships that I've had, my current relationship to a certain degree, and certainly all of the years of therapy I've had. Now, I have had, so far, and it's continuing, 13 years of therapy. And I've said before, as a comparison, if you know of the woman Sybil, who's had a couple films about her, this woman with multiple personalities and uh, chi children and grown-ups and all this stuff were in her head, and she worked with a therapist for 12 years to solve all of these other personalities. And now I am finishing up very soon my 13th year of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pulling my knowledge that I have acquired in that therapy there. So hopefully it will make sense. Hopefully it's not something that is somewhere in the back of my mind that just doesn't make sense. And I talk to myself about it and I really shouldn't put it out on a podcast, but I, I, I think it makes sense. Anyway, these are my thoughts regarding relationships, and that's honesty. So, my name is Joey Hernandez, and this is Relationship Honesty, Season 3, Episode 32 of An Older Gay Guy Show. Please, please, please vote for me in the podcast awards. You can go back a couple episodes where it says, please help me, and it will give you details of how to vote for me in the podcast awards. So thank you in advance for taking the time to vote for me for the podcast awards. I really hope I win. I really do. Okay, I'm going to move on to the conversation that I had. We're going to talk about this issue about honesty in relationships. So here is the second half of what I recorded yesterday. Okay, so I know this is going to be a little weird, but I want to do an addendum to all the other stuff I did about relationships. Now, I'm still going to do part two of monogamy versus open relationships. That will be coming, but this is something a little bit separate, and it's been on my mind for days and days, and therefore, when something is like that all the time on my mind, I guess it's something that I should address. Now, I'm going to give you my opinion, and this is my personal opinion. But I want you to know and keep in mind that I have done therapy for 13 years where talking about relationships and relationship problems have always been the focus of my therapy. And certainly I've dated a shitload of guys. And I, as you know, I've had some relationships that generally only last about eight months or so. I never really hit the one year fully until Paco, until my husband. And we've been together for almost six years now. So between my life experiences and my therapy, 
where we've just talked so much about relationships, not only my relationships, but other people's relationships and how, you know, without naming names or specific people, but just examples of other relationships and things that people have had to do and deal with. And I'm kind of bringing all of that to the table here. But keep in mind, please, this is my opinion. But I think, you know, sometimes you can think some things and you can think, gee, I wonder if that's right, or I wonder if it's the same way that other people think, or I wonder if I'm crazy. But in this instance, I think what I'm about to give, the advice that I'm about to give, I think is really important and really applicable to just about everybody and every relationship. Okay, here's the deal. Now, you meet somebody, whether it be through an app on your phone, whether it be going out to a bar, whether your friends have introduced you to someone, whether you've been cruising this guy and suddenly you stop talking and hook up or whatever, and say you've had a few dates, uh, many dates, let's say you've had many dates the sex is good, the two of you are starting to really have feelings for each other. And so you decide that you're going to go into a relationship, not a marriage, I'm not talking about that yet, but just that you wanted the two of you to get into a relationship. Now, I think often when people do that, and I'm basing it on the relationships I've had, as well as all of my friends that often seem to think that I am their personal therapist um, that will talk to me about their relationships. I think it's very common that when you start a relationship, you kind of have that starry-eyed, oh, he's wonderful, oh, we're perfect together, oh, I can imagine us living together, and he starts staying overnight, and you cook for each other, and play romantic music, and it's just wonderful, and the two of you maybe are even starting to fall in love. But you decide, okay, you know what, we are going to be boyfriends, and that is going to be different than if we were just two guys that were casually dating each other. At this point... Most people, I think, have their head in the clouds so much and just think this guy is so wonderful and perfect and all those little habits that eventually grind on your nerves. At first, it's like, oh, it's so cute he does this and oh, you know, it's so fun to be with him even though he does whatever. And, you know, you're really looking at the very best possibilities. And and your mind sometimes runs away with, oh, this man is so perfect. And you begin to imagine a life with that person. And you don't want to fuck that up, I think, right? You want to still believe that as you become boyfriends and you're spending all this time together and maybe you travel a little bit, you have your nights at home, you're spending more and more time together because you're boyfriends, but you're still just looking at the wonderment of this new relationship. And I think at this point, rather than just 
arbitrarily moving forward and hoping for the best and believing that it's going to be the best. And maybe anything that he does that's not clicking for you, well, maybe he'll change, you know, maybe I can even change him or whatever. I think people have to have a conversation and it's easy to avoid the conversation because in a new, loving, wonderful relationship, why do you want to talk about something that could potentially burst the bubble of how wonderful that relationship is? It's important to have this conversation so that down the road, you don't get hurt. And I am going to bet that the majority of people that listen to my show are very sensitive and caring and kind and empathetic people. I can base that on messages I get and emails I get when guys friend me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram. I get the feeling that the majority of you out there are these kind, empathetic people. And therefore, I would it would not be a surprise if you have been hurt in a relationship because maybe the guy cheated on you. Now, in a relationship, when you are kind of committing to each other, it's often not a spoken thing of, hey, are we going to sleep with other guys or is it just going to be us? I, I know some people do. Some people do. But not everybody. And... For the people that don't bring it up because they don't want to screw up the relationship, you don't want to start bringing negatives, you don't want to hear what these answers may be. So you go along blindly and then you are hurt if the guy cheats on you and sleeps with somebody else. And therefore, I think the important conversation to have when you are becoming just boyfriends at that point and certainly relationship gets more intimate as you go along. Maybe it ends in marriage. That would be wonderful if that's what you're looking for. But when you are boyfriends, I think it's important to sit down and say, okay, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a monogamous relationship or are you looking for an open relationship? And if the guy responds, oh, I'm looking for a monogamous relationship. You know, I just want you. I don't want anybody else. I think it's important to get their definition of what monogamy is. Does monogamy mean you're not going to cruise other guys? Does monogamy mean you're not going to kiss another guy? Does monogamy mean you're not going to jerk off with some guy? Or is it all the way to you're not going to have anal sex with a guy or suck his dick? There's all these different things. And sometimes when guys say that they want to be monogamous, they mean, oh, I don't want another intimate boyfriend relationship outside of you. But hey, of course, I still want to have sex with guys. You know, I'm not going to tell you about it, you know. I think that having a conversation at the start and being as honest and open as you can possibly be can reduce the possibility 
that you are going to be hurt down the road, or he is going to be hurt down the road. And if you establish the parameters of what you want that relationship to be, the two of you agree, yes, okay, we are going to be monogamous, we are not going to have sex with other people, that includes anal, oral, kissing, groping, jerking off, whatever. And then I would say, okay, as this relationship progresses, if your thoughts regarding this change, please let me know. Please be honest enough with me to let me know that you've changed your mind for whatever reason. If you think that you might sleep with guys because that has suddenly been popping into your mind and we are in a monogamous relationship that we agreed on, let's be honest and tell me that your feelings have changed so that I can then evaluate the relationship and say, okay, he's obviously going to start sleeping with other people. Do I want to tolerate that? Do I want to do that myself and start sleeping with other guys? Or no, you're going to sleep with other guys. That's not what our agreed relationship was. Therefore, I'm going to have to exit this relationship. It's hard to have these conversations. It's super hard. It's, it's like pulling somebody's tongue out of them sometimes to get people to be honest with you. And they will say they don't want to hurt you. They will say that if you knew what they were doing, that you would be more upset than you need to be because it doesn't mean anything. I'm just having sex with somebody I don't even know his name or we don't exchange phone numbers or whatever. So it doesn't mean anything. So therefore, you should not be upset about it. Uh, I don't agree with that. I think being honest, as honest as possible, and sitting down periodically and having conversations about any problems you might have, and you can pull this, this subject into that conversation as well and say, okay, I know we've been fighting all the time. I know that you stormed out the other night and I didn't hear from you for three days, but are the parameters of what our relationship still there? You know, is, just, is this just we're angry for a short time, but we're still going to stick to what we said? Or are you so angry now that you're thinking, oh, well, that guy isn't the one I'm going to spend my life with, so I'm going to start meeting other guys and having sex. And I'm not going to tell the guy I'm in the relationship with because he doesn't need to know that. And so the poor guy that believes that the relationship is still going on in this bubble, and that you have agreed to the parameters of your relationship, and you believe that he is still sticking to those parameters, and he's not, and you find out, and you're hurt or devastated. So having these honest conversations are so difficult sometimes, so difficult to try to have a calm conversation 
where you bring up the topics that are bothering you. You don't get angry at each other. You don't insult each other. You are trying to look at things from the other person's point of view. You're trying to get them to understand your point of view, and you're trying to come to a place where you can meet and agree that this is what our relationship is going to be moving forward. So whether you're monogamous or whether you have open relationships or whether you're monogamous but you do other shit that your partner doesn't know, please, please have enough respect for the other person and make sure they have enough respect of you that you will be honest about everything, no matter what the consequences of that are going to be. Because if it's something that's going to be continued, if someone's cheating on you and you find out and they're all apologetic, oh, I'm so sorry, I'll never do it again, I swear. Yeah, right. I, I firmly believe that saying, once a cheater, always a cheater. I, I, just, I just believe that from my experiences. I know it's not true of everyone, but that's what I've experienced. But if that other person is honest enough to be able to say to you, yeah, you know what? I, I did step outside our relationship. I had a three-way with this other couple and they put it out there to you. You can then sit there and go, okay, if he's going to be doing that, do I want to stay in this relationship or do I want to exit it as well? Or do I want to do the same thing he's doing? Other stuff on the side. Whatever it is, at least you're working with honesty. Because the worst thing is not to have him say, oh yeah, I hooked up with a couple and we had a three-way. The worst thing is three or four or five or ten years down the road, you still believe you're staying within those parameters, that bubble hasn't burst, and then when you find out he's, he has cheated on you and you somehow get him to be honest and you find out all these years he has been hooking up with people without you knowing it. So it isn't just one time when you find out be, because the person was honest enough to tell you about that, but now it's, who knows, 100, I don't know, 75, 100 people over all of these years. When are you going to be more devastated? At the beginning of the relationship when you're boyfriends, when you set the parameters, and then your partner is honest enough to tell you when they have cheated so you can have that knowledge and evaluate honestly what you want to do? Or is it more devastating 10 years down the road? You've bought a house together. You've talked about adopting a kid, or maybe you have. So you have a family and responsibilities. And you've built this entire life. And now you find out that he's been lying to you all this time. How fucking devastated would you be? If you believe in monogamy, if you don't believe in monogamy, probably this entire thing I'm saying is pointless, except if you are going to go into a relationship with someone and you don't want monogamy, but maybe they do, 
you got to talk about that. You have to talk about that. You have to be very honest. And not just how you are feeling now. What do you want now? I want to be monogamous now. But a year later, have the same conversation. Are we still, we're monogamous. That's good, right? You don't, you don't, you don't want someone else? Good. Okay. Five years down the road, you're talking about arguing about what refrigerator to get. You're trying to have a calm conversation. And then you talk about, well, you're always shouting at me, so I, I feel bad. And he says, well, you're always nagging me. Maybe, hey, I love the relationship. Don't get me wrong. I know we argue and we're arguing about this refrigerator, but are we still like monogamous with each other, right? Like, like talk about it. Talk about when you change your feelings and you want to change what your relationship is. And there's so many people that want to change their relationship, but they're chicken to talk to your partner for whatever reason. You know he's going to yell. You know he's going to throw things. You know he's going to throw you out of the house. Whatever. Isn't it better to have that person do that to you at the beginning of the relationship than 10 years down the road when you guys own a house together? What the fuck then? If one of you is devastated, you are stuck what are you going to do? Now you have to undo your finances and everything. It just seems so, so important. I, 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 God, it's just so important to have quiet, calm, honest conversations. It's just so important. That's all I'm going to say about that. We will talk more in the Monogamy versus Open Relationships Part 2, which will be coming in a few weeks. I will just add that most of my life, the majority of my life, I have definitely been on the side of monogamy. It's what I believed as a kid when I used to dream about these relationships and I'd be laying in my backyard staring up at the sky and the clouds. I was just a little boy and, oh, I can't wait to get married. I can't wait to have a husband. We're going to have a little house and it's going to be so nice. And I, I believe that since I was a kid. And it has been pointed out to me by a very kind listener that I am getting closer and closer with through contact. And he did point out that I have abandonment issues, which in all the years of my therapy, that's really not anything that I've ever worked with, which is kind of bizarre because it does like fit the puzzle perfectly. You know, my parents died when I was a kid. I've been on my own. Relationships haven't been working out. I've been trying to find the, the right person at times. Sometimes I don't care. And whenever any of these relationships end, well, there's another person that's out of my life. So yeah, abandonment issues. It makes sense. But after having so many emails and messages through Twitter and Facebook and the email address and listening to a lot of your stories, I have to say for the first time in my life, I'm a little challenged about this. I can see both sides. I can understand both sides and I'm empathetic to both sides. So I don't know where I am with it. I'm somewhere 
I'm not changing my practices by any means. You know, my marriage continues the way it is. But, hmm, food for thought, for sure. So, I'm finishing this recording on Saturday. I've had to break it up a little bit. I'm about to post it. And I got a few more five stars <laughs> since the time I've been recording this. So, I do very much appreciate those five-star ratings. Thank you so much. I would love to hear your opinion on what I just discussed. What do you think about monogamy or open relationships or certainly which either one you believe in? What do you think about the concept of the honesty of really having to have a sit-down conversation and establish what those boundaries are going to be? Send me your opinions and oldergayguyshow at gmail.com once again, an older gay guy show at gmail.com. Please check out the YouTube channel and please vote for me for the podcast awards. I will be back next week with much more. Until then, enjoy the wonderful weekend. Enjoy the summer. Stay out of trouble. Don't get arrested. This is Joey Hernandez. Thank you for joining me today. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye for now.